Welcome to Medicated Babbling, the rants, the laughs, the baby steps that get us through chronic illness. Uh, it's Janet Thomas, and just a quick little disclaimer before we get started, not a health professional of any kind. I'm just a random person on the internet, and I have a chronic illness and opinions. And yeah, now let's get that, enough of that. Now let's get started. Usually when I notice a word or a phrase, it's because it's the worst. There's usually an ism involved, like racism or ableism or sexism. But I thought I'd start out with less of a ranty kind of word and um, a word that actually I noticed because it really helped. And well, I guess it's not technically a word, it's a phrase, it's self-care. So self-care, like it became a term at some point that everyone uses, but when I heard it, it wasn't a term that was in normal conversation. Uh, there was taking care of yourself, which sounds the same. And if you're being literal, probably is. But somehow taking care of yourself had super negative connotations for me. It was a very nice way of saying you're being a bad, selfish person. So when I came across the term self-care, it was just a little bit magical. Like I said, it wasn't out in normal speech yet, so it didn't have the connotations. It now has those sort of connotations and has become the butt of jokes and a way of justifying just about anything. But, and that does make me a little sad. And I, there'll probably be another phrase that comes along again, but for right now, but when I heard it, and I can't remember exactly where, it was more of a medical setting, maybe one of the pain groups I went to, but that little change of phrasing from taking care of yourself to self-care, it was like my brain could now finally look at self-care more objectively and not have that you're being selfish kick in. And if you look at it logically, self-care makes total sense. Everyone loves the, you know, the classic oxygen mask in the plane analogy. If the oxygen masks come down, you have to put it on yourself before you put it on anybody else. If you have somebody you're traveling with or your seatmate needs some help, take care of yourself first. Because if you don't have enough oxygen and pass out, you're of no help to anyone. And But I did also find another one that was super cute. It's um, that battery icon from your phone and it's super low. Uh, and it says we don't get our let our phones get this slow. Why do we let ourselves? Anyway, I'll see if I can find it again and post it. But yeah, I'm taking care of better care. I'm taking better care of my phone than I am myself. Oof, that one hit a little close to home. I don't, I don't think it's entirely true. I was thinking about it because, like I said, it resonated a little. But you know. I do carry an extra external power source for my, so I can recharge my phone on the go because I do play GPS games and stuff like that. Um, but I'm also carrying a little snack for myself and water, so I'm not completely not taking care of myself. But yeah, I think I do take better care of my phone. Anyway, anyway, that's enough of that. T uh, so to me, self-care is all the things I do for myself to make sure I'm in good working order and not a total burnt out mess. And when I was Googling and I found that, that cute little battery one, I also saw all sorts of definitions for self-care and they're mostly the same. 
that's sort of, they align with what I had in my head. So that was fun. But there was one or two that had uh, the phrase that self-care was an active choice, which intrigued me. And so I'm still kind of letting that percolate in the back of my brain, but I hadn't heard that before, but it did make sense. Like if I'm doing badly, a shower is an active choice. I mean, if depression has kicked in and there's been bad pain days, getting out of bed is getting is climbing Mount Everest. So a shower is totally an active choice. But if I'm having a good day, a shower is just a shower. It's just routine. There's nothing, there's no real active decision other than, oh, it's time for a shower. Let's go take a shower. And I think we need to give ourselves way more credit for all the routine maintenance stuff we do. But I also was wondering if they meant it a little differently. In that mindfulness pain group I was in, there was an exercise to shower mindfully, not take it for granted and like feel all the the sensations and the sounds and uh, and actually be present as opposed to just being on automatic pilot. So that I think was the point of it, just get snapping you out of the automatic mode and let you pay attention to all the little things that just pass us by and we don't notice. And if that's what they mean about by being active about self-care, like paying attention and getting joy out of the little things in the everyday tasks, then I think that helps too. Because like I said, automatic pilot, we don't even notice. Anyway, so the other thing that came up when I Googled self-care, some of them just, some of these things just overwhelmed me. They're like, here are the three million pillars of self-care. You have to take care of all of these things and all the subcategories and this and that. And I just could, I just couldn't deal. And I mean, I'm exaggerating. It was probably five or 10 things, but there were subcategories, you know, like physical had, you know, eat well and get exercise and take your meds and all the things. But like I said, it was just overwhelming and I got overwhelmed, sad, and I wanted to just crawl back into bed, pull the covers over my head and pretend the world didn't exist for a while. I'm just like, this is clearly, clearly, this is counterproductive. It is not helping. And I mean, it's not like they're wrong. These are all good areas to take care of. It was just too much, clearly. And there's barely enough spoons to do the bare minimum. So how can I add all of this other stuff that I am clearly failing at on top of it? So then I went away and and didn't think about self-care for a few days and let it, my brain settle down. And then I could take a different perspective on it. And it took a little while. Like I said, I had to put the computer down, stop Googling self-care. I was, it was freaking me out. And then after my brain calmed down a little, I, I managed to put a different perspective on it, just a little bit of spin. And I could use the pillars to give myself a little focus instead of freaking out over them because there are some things I'm doing well at and or well or at least not awfully at I don't know if I'm doing well at all the areas but you know I take my meds I try to get my steps in on good days I think we need to give ourselves credit for and I know I definitely need to give myself credit for like all the stuff I am doing not see these lists as 
you know, you're doing all of this wrong or you could be doing all of this better. Some of it, it's good enough for now. It's what we can do. It's all good. So yeah, need to give myself a little more credit. But it also let me focus and see, okay, now which areas do I need more help in? Do I need to work on? And it's just, just pick one. It's still too overwhelming. So just pick one. Don't, don't worry about the rest. It's all good. Just one tiny thing. Just, you know, go out into the sunshine every day. You know, do whatever it is. You know, call a friend every day because you're not, you're isolating or I'm isolating. I'm actually not doing too bad on that right now, but uh, it has been a problem. So even one, just, just pick one thing, whatever it is for you, whatever it is for me, just tiny thing, just baby steps. And the other thing too, is to remember that like, like I went to, I went to dinner with my parents the other day and we get along. So this is great. I, you know, it's all good. So socializing, check, good food. Cause we went out to a nice uh, restaurant, woohoo. And, uh, we even took a little walk, so I got some steps in. And so physical is also, you know, a little bit more checked off there. So there's at least three... F- Ugh, did I turn the ringer? Did I turn the volume off on my phone? No, I did not. Because apparently I am not a professional, clearly. Anyway, that's another thing. So went out to dinner with my parents. A whole bunch of self-care activities were taken care of. And I didn't have to do each one individually. They just sort of all happened at once. Oh, still trying to turn the sound off on my phone while I'm talking. Apparently I cannot multitask fast enough. Let's, we are on mute. Okay. Should I record it again? Nah, just keep on going. Anyway, yeah, did a whole bunch of self-care things without too much effort. Obviously it was a good day and all of those things, but managed to check off a few boxes. The problem areas I usually find myself having is that not all self-care is fun. You know, I wish it was because usually there are things that you feel better when they're done or there's a long-term payoff, maybe not a short-term payoff. Right now, the ones that are like jumping into my brain are cleaning the house or doing my meditation. It is so easy for me to get distracted from doing those things. And I've been working on at least the cleaning for a while and then meditating for a little bit now. So the cleaning part, that is, has become more of a habit. And I do try to do it first thing and all of that good stuff. Did I mute my computer? No, I did not. I clearly need to check. I, speaking of lists and checklists, I clearly need to have one of those before I start my podcast recording to mute everything. Let's take you out. Okay. So where was I? Oh, clearly I need the meditation because I am not focused and all over the place. But that's, like I said, another thing. So the cleaning, I've gotten into more of a habit on that. Like that mindful exercise with the shower where you can take joy in the little things and, you know, oh, the soap smells nice. Oh, I feel so much cleaner. The water feels nice. All of those things. I don't have that. I have not been able to do that with cleaning Taking joy in those little things doesn't seem to happen. It still is just a chore. You know, I I listen to a podcast or play some music or do something. I mean, I make it, you know, not horrible for myself. But yeah, that whole mindfulness, joy of little things while cleaning, haven't mastered that one. But at least I'm doing it and not feeling terrible about it. So that that's good. The meditation, let's not talk about it right now because I'm still trying to get a handle on it. Except my brain, 
gets a little, a little flighty. And I know the meditation helps, but for some reason, I don't know. It's like, it just doesn't seem to happen. So I'm still working on trying to get that a little bit into more of the routine mode. And a lot of, a lot of self-care I find doesn't ever really become a routine because it's just so easy to push a lot of this aside. Oh yeah, I'll meditate later. Oh, I forgot. I'll just go to sleep. I'll do it tomorrow. You know, whatever it is, I keep harping on meditation, like I said, just because that's the one I'm having the most difficulty right now with. If I carve out time and protect that time and, and prioritize that time, I have to do that sort of thing, you know, just otherwise a lot of stuff doesn't happen and it just falls to the wayside. It's it's so much easier to get distracted by other people's needs or something more exciting or fun. And so maybe that's what they meant by active self-care. Like I can't be passive about it. I have to actively schedule things or make sure they're a top priority. Doesn't happen naturally, at least not for me. And one of the best things I found to help, which is so simple and so hard, why is that usually the case? Anyway, is is just to pause and check in with myself. Because if I've got some self-care scheduled and life is getting in the way, I need to remember to pause and check in. Sometimes I manage, sometimes I don't. But because every situation's a little different. You know, if 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 your grandmother's in the hospital, yeah, move self-care. Grandma probably takes priority. You know, I have to make sure I take my meds and do all the very basic stuff, but uh, meditation that day or doing some chores, that can that can move to, to when grandma's out of the hospital. So, you know, sometimes life really does get in the way and that's fine. But you know, if a friend wants to meet up and I'm not, again, not talking about a special case, like a friend from out of town that you haven't seen in forever, but a friend calls and wants to meet up I have to take a look at this one. This one could go either way, you know, because my default is probably just to say, yes, let's go. But if I am pausing and checking in with myself, I have to evaluate because if I have been isolating or haven't left the house because the last few days have been so rough, then it's perfect. I so need a person. I think going out with your friend at that point, at my friend, I guess I should say, totally counts as self-care, you know, we do, we are social creatures. And like I said, I'd probably, you know, get a few steps in and, and other things that happen. But if I'm exhausted or just peopled out, then self-care is staying in. This one, this one is tricky for me because I don't like to like, like to let people down. And also, and that I'm getting over a little more as I get older. It's also so hard for me to keep in touch with people just normally because I I get migraines so I always have to cancel on people so if I'm having a good day it's hard to to say no because if I say let's do it later in the week well my head might be exploding and so I'll have to cancel on them and I mean I know the friends that have stuck around get it and that sort of thing so I but it's it's just hard cuz yeah it's really hard to keep in touch with people when you're you have no control but anyway again that's a whole other thing and the other reason to pause and check in is just to see if i'm getting distracted by shiny objects 
and not doing what I should be doing. And like I said, sometimes that's okay. But if it's all the time, no, gotta, gotta buckle down and, 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 and do some, some self-care. Oh, and the other thing is that as much as I was just complaining about the million pillars of self-care, some of the lists had creativity as a self-care item. And I really liked that because this is overlooked a lot, I think. And I know I will push it down to the bottom of the priority list. And I guess so. Like if you're talking about taking the basics of survival, it's probably not. But in terms of making me feel better and creative, it did that. It helped so much. One of the big things for me is I want to make sure, I was sorry, make sure. That sounds like a little rough. But I want to paint again. I'm not the greatest at it, but throwing some paint on canvas is just a lot of fun. And sometimes they look really cool, if I do say so myself. And sometimes they look like crap. And in that case, I'll just paint over it. But that is sort of on my bigger list of things to do. I did want to get this podcast out, which is also creative. I have, I've had to learn a lot. I'm creating a thing. It's a virtual thing, which scratches some of the same itch of creating things as creating something with your hand, with my hands does. Not exactly, but it, there's some overlap. So I wanted to get this out and need to get another few things under control. It's on my list. And I think maybe in the fall, I'll get to it. That's sort of my target of trying to tackle that. But I'm guessing that means it'll be the winter. That's the way things go. But at least it's in the plan. And I'm trying not to beat myself up over it. And I'm getting much better at that. Not great, but better. Uh, If anybody's figured out how to not beat themselves up over everything, that would be great. I'd love to know how. And also, I try to take it easy on myself. Again, trying. Because I know I couldn't do all the things I wanted to do when I was relatively healthy. So I don't know why I think I should be able to do everything I want to do when I'm not relatively healthy. So it's... I, brains brains are fascinating things. But anyway, I think that's enough about self-care. I just wanted to finish off with a dash of happy. These are the little things that we can do for ourselves or for our friends that help help us get through a rough patch and a little dash of happy to get through whatever is going on. I'm talking just tiny baby steps, a funny meme, a hug, calling a friend out of the blue, those tiny things that can be so big. And one of the most ridiculous ones that I have definitely sort of kept in the back of my mind one of my friends sent me a picture of a shaved alpaca once and I don't know why but it made me laugh so hard like alpacas are just ridiculous creatures already and then when they're shaved it's just it's just too much the proportions are all wrong they have a I mean they already have a face that's just ridiculous and so they have the fuzzy head with the skinny neck and I don't know it just it just got me. So that is today's dash of happy. Do yourself a favor. Go look it up if you need a laugh. Send one in to a friend if you think they need a laugh too. Because honestly, when I'm super depressed, even a shaved alpaca will help. It won't solve anything, but it definitely helps. A little dash of happy for yourself, for someone else. It's all good. We can, we can get through all this. So that's it for today. Uh, please subscribe because A, subscriptions are supposed to matter, but for algorithms, but also mostly because 
like I said, migraines, chronic illness, I am not the boss of me, whether I like it or not. So I, I, I can't commit to a routine schedule because I don't know how this is going to work out. Uh, my plan is to put one out a month, one podcast out a month. I don't know if this is realistic. I think it is. I hope it is. But I, there's not going to be a schedule because I can have good weeks and I can have awful weeks. And on awful weeks, I don't think I'll be doing much podcasting. And on good weeks, you know, do the basics, go get groceries and all of the things that didn't happen when I was out of commission. So please subscribe and it'll just show up in your podcast feed. That would be awesome. It'll be like Christmas every month, hopefully every month. You know, it'll just randomly appear and you'll be like, yay, it's a podcast. Anyway, I hope you will be. Of course, now I'm doubting myself. Rate and do the whole rating and reviewing thing because this is a brand new podcast and I, I, algorithms are supposed to help if you write and review. And be kind in the reviews, please. This is a one-person show. I don't have anybody editing the audio. I'm doing my best with that as well. I, but I only know enough to be dangerous. Social media, I guess I should plug all that. Instagram, at Medicated Babbling. Twitter, at MBabbling, because couldn't do, Medicated Babbling was too long. And I have not set up my Facebook yet. Like I said, this is new. It's just me. I have to get things done at some point. We'll see what happens. But search for Medicated Babbling on Facebook and I'm sure I'll be there. And I wanted to give thanks to Fresh Kills for the intro and outro music. Thank you. You can find him on the internet at, at Fresh Kills, K-I-L-S. And thanks if you're listening to the this part of the podcast. If you got all the way to the end, you are a trooper. You deserve a gold star for the day. So thanks for listening. And don't forget you matter. And I'll talk to you next time. Okay, bye. One, two, three, four, get it! 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 One, two, three